call into the show. We'll see you in a minute. Hey everybody, welcome to Airsoft Radio. It's your weekly Airsoft show discussing all things Airsoft, whether it's news, opinions, or general discussions. I'm your host, Graham from Airsoft Nation, and with me as always, oh, it looks like we're missing someone, is my co-hosts. So we have Jim here, Platoon Jim, and Good evening. Sarah, aka Tataquin, just below yep. us there. And if you haven't already spotted, we've got a bit of space on the bottom row there because we aren't having a guest this week. We're going to be talking about what was happening over the weekend. And during that time, we're actually we're going to play uh, a bit of a, a roulette here. We're going to put the link to join the live show and you can come and join on and ask your questions or bring up a topic of choice. All I ask is when we give you that link, you join the lobby and type in the comment section what you'd like to talk about before we bring you into the show. Jim, I believe it, Jim, you're going to post the link throughout the time? Yeah, I'm just trying to do the technology bit now. Um, <laughs> I'm technically retarded. Um, <laughs> see, Sarah should be in charge. She's way more of a grown-up than I am. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, obviously... If it is your first time watching this, welcome to the show. We are live every Monday from 8 p.m. GMT on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Make sure you subscribe to whatever platform you're listening to us on right now. And don't forget to join in with the comment section below. Of course, if you ask your questions and leave your comments on there, we will bring them up and try to respond or ask answer the questions as much as possible. And we'll feature them in the show. But... This one's a bit of a special one. We're actually going to post a link and let you join the show. Uh, so you can actually join us live, ask your questions, and then we'll try and get in as many callers as possible. Until then, though, and while Jim is looking flustered at posting oh. the link, <laughs> <laughs> how was everybody's weekend? It was fine um, until now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I had a, I'll start, I had a, fantastic weekend actually i took the um 330 mile round trip to the midlands airsoft fair and i actually met graham for the first time so yeah <laughs> bit surreal i've been talking into him for weeks and weeks and never actually met him although i think <laughs> i believe he only lives there down the road so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so yeah that was cool and uh i met andy from the chairsoft show uh, cool son Kitty. Um, I met um, the guys from Equal Airsoft. Um, and it was just nice to meet people who I've spoken to online for so long. And I actually get to meet them and they're exact they're all exactly as I expected them to be. So yeah, no, it was it was a good it was really good. I mean, I barely got time to look around at anything <laughs> to buy. Um, <laughs> but no, for the social it was definitely, definitely good. And I hope they have it there again next year because it was such a better setup than it used to be. I think it used to be at the jail, didn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. And um, I promised I'd say something about these patches, but yeah, I bought these patches and I do have the set. They're Tim and Paul who run the Pew Pew Airsoft community page on Facebook. They have these patches and this is actually this one. I really like that is cool. But yes, for to raise PTSD awareness through the RBLI, and I think they only have 500. I think they only have 500 of them, but they aren't for sale in the shops. Um, and I think, I believe their next stop is Battle Lakes on the 16th. So if you want them, grab them while you can. We actually had them feature on mm. uh, the live stream, which we produced that day. And they've raised over £4,000 in the last seven, eight weeks now. Which yeah, is absolutely brilliant. crazy, I think. Um, so, yeah, well done to those chaps there. And obviously all the sites and players who have supported them and pioneered them across the way. Um, it's, a, it's a really good course. And uh, I do know there are definitely plenty of airsofters who have served or even haven't served who suffer from PTSD. So mm. it's a fantastic course. 
Um, I also was at the show, as you mentioned, uh, which it was a lot. I would say it's a lot better than the previous shows uh, mm. in terms of the, the boot fair. Um, it felt a little bit quieter, but the numbers don't say that. Um, but it was a really cool one because we actually live streamed from the show there. So we did three hours-ish of, of live streaming, bringing guests on, bringing stands on. And this year was quite cool because they had quite a lot of stands there from manufacturers and retailers, which I think was different because previously it was very much more of a second-hand sales area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a really, really good weekend. My throat was absolutely shot by the end of the day. <laughs> uh, and obviously, a big shout out to the Kronos Airsoft guys for putting it all together with me. I mean, they brought all the work. I just had to do the talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a really cool experience for sure. Um, so I've just got a private message there from a, a company who's uh, teasing a product just literally come up on my screen so i have to have a look at that after the show <laughs> yeah i mean yeah someone's already commenting yeah the water's coming out of a two liter bottle already it's one of those days um guys Definitely. if you are <laughs> tuning in for the first time and before we find out what jim was up to um you can actually join us live today we have a spare slot so if you've got a question want to bring a topic up for discussion you can actually join us live today the link will be in the comment section right now and we do have one person already in. Uh, so all, all we ask is when you join, you'll have an area there where you can leave a comment. Just leave a comment what you'd like to talk about, and we will bring you in very shortly. It'd be great to have a few people on. Uh, Jim, how was your weekend? What were you up to? Uh, busy. Busy one in the shop. Uh, we had the Rochester Dickheads Festival, as I like to call it. Um, it's oh, just, was it the sweeps? No, it was the Dickens oh. Festival. Or oh. I want, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to rename it as Dick Fest um, <laughs> because that seems to be all it is. It was it was pants. It was absolutely rubbish. Um, but then I was at Ace Combat yesterday uh, in the blistering sunshine, getting bitten by bugs and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yay, my rock and roll lifestyle. Um, <laughs> if you'd like to be me then you just have to be completely mediocre. Um, <laughs> but, no, it's, um, yeah, it was all right weekend. It was pretty quiet on social media, and it was pretty quiet on um, all things airsoft, really, this weekend. But it's uh, nobody died. No one got upset. Nothing really <laughs> exciting. It was really disappointing. That we know of. Someone somewhere in the world <laughs> is having a punch-up about airsoft. <laughs> Well, did you see um, Invasion Airsoft? Just I just saw it come up on my newsfeed earlier on doing a fundraiser at the moment. They had a lipo fire in their safe zone. So I believe I don't know if it was on charge or whatnot, but yeah, they had a fire. I think it was on a Saturday, uh, and basically I think presumed the fire brigade or the people there were kind of like, right, get everyone out to safety, but we're going to let it burn down. There's no way of putting it out at this point in time. Uh, so they are just doing the fundraiser now. So. There's definitely drama at some points of the sites, but yeah, quite crazy to see how much damage was done. I'll see if I can bring the uh, the feed up now. Uh, Still won't be Red Bull's fire. <laughs> oh, oh, savage, just drop that straight away. Oh, I hope Herman's watching. <laughs> well, Chris Kong recently just liked the post, so I'm sure he's... Uh... Uh, let's see if I can grab that now. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there are any photos here. Uh, let's see if we can share the screen. And Okay, let's share a screen here. And let's just make sure that's working. Yep. Can you see the screen? Oh, no, I think it's just loading now. Uh, what's going on uh, Sunday? Did You you did, obviously didn't play, but you were out of sight. Yep. Yeah, like I said, Ace Combat, um, which was great fun. I see lots of people. I mean, it's a great site for um, for people getting into Airsoft for the first time, so there's a lot of newbies down there, and it's 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 quite fun. You get a lot of, sort of kids wanting to buy rubber knives and stab at each other, which is pretty fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> When they realise that it you know, does hurt a little bit, but um, but yeah, so it was uh, probably not as exciting as the the Midland show was. 
Oh, it's two grams. <laughs> yeah, I just had a complete crash out there when I was uh, trying to add my screen. So we'll try that one again. Um, yeah, uh, I'll be honest. Watching. I mean, I really, I really enjoy the Midlands affair uh, this weekend. And there we go. It's sharing screen now working. Um, yeah, really enjoyed the fair. Um, it's, I think you're just going to need to see more people as time goes by. The cool thing about this site was it's got essentially they use two sheds or two halls. There's another yeah. two halls on top of that, and there's obviously outside area, which was quite funny because there was a boot fair going on, a real boot fair, I presume it was. <laughs> yeah. And uh, on the way home, I was just looking through some of the comments from people, and someone was like, um, "Went to the show, didn't see any airsoft at all." I went to the fair, didn't see any airsoft at all. And I was like, come on, please tell me you weren't the person who went to the actual boot fair and didn't find the airsoft uh, boot fair in the Midland Fair uh, because there was obviously a huge fair on the same site. There was um, like a military show, wasn't there? There was like a military show where you drive in, there was two entrances and I think they may have gone in the military (laughs) one. I don't know how you could miss it, but... <laughs> um, yeah, obviously we were there very early setting up, so maybe I uh, missed it. But I did go out at lunchtime. and was like, "Wow, there's a huge old fair going on there." But yeah, one of the, one of the response on feedback was, uh, "Went to the fair, there was zero airsoft there, or something like that." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just picturing the guy Where walking through. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so yeah, uh, just bring this back on stream here. The um, oh, all of us would be nice. <laughs> today there we go uh so yeah on the first of june invasion airsoft were hosting a game day during the day a battery fire took hold and destroyed the safe zone causing three to four thousand pound in damages this all happened while players were there and they had to be evacuated by staff uh, the insurance is investigating um and basically it's now doing a, a fundraiser for the local players as i say i mean look at that that's some serious I... damage there oh my god thankfully nobody was hurt um and we wish them all the best on sorting that out but uh yeah it's crazy to to think that it's obviously on a game day who knows what could happen and some of these sites you know think yeah. of some about some of our sites are the safe zone is the only way in and out of the site um but yeah it's uh, it's quite a crazy one to see that on there um, My car erupts and a HPA tank then blows up and it turns out like <laughs> a die-hard movie. <laughs> All the BBs melt in everyone's guns. It'll be, it'll be chaos. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you've got a site that you're closing down and you want to try and practice that one, <laughs> we'll, we'll be up for five You hear a loud bang down the road. You go, what's that? Oh, no, don't worry. It's just an airsoft site closing down. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Sorry, it's just organised littering anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, oh, I just had a comment here from YouTube from Callum saying, "Yes, it seems they went to the auto car, which was the huge car boot fair instead." Oh. That player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you watched. There would have been one player there with a jeep, and you would have gone, "Yeah, I saw that. I thought it was a military vehicle, and that was it the whole day." Um, <laughs> just wonder if anyone got asked if they accept Yukara. <laughs> <laughs> I did see uh, a few people going up there asking more about um, more uh, asking more about other defenses that are what? readily available but not necessarily what supported. What other defenses would those be, Graham? <laughs> there, there might be an, an S in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was like, yeah, we don't support that. It was quite amusing. Just uh, well, little, everyone a, supports that. Yeah, a little bit of me kind of laughed and died at the same time. Uh, <laughs> the fact that that defense got that far north in the first place was, was a, one of those <laughs> concerns, wasn't it, really? Um, let me just turn that down there. Um, Guys, just to, if you are just tuning in right now, we've got quite a few of you there. Um, Today, we have no guests. So the plan is, if you want to, you can jump on live, ask your questions, or you can leave them below in the comment section. But we're just generally going to talk about Airsoft in general. But if you want to come on and join us live, you can literally ask your question or talk about a specific point that may interest you. The link is in the comments now, so we are posting it. 
And if I can, I'll put it in the description as well right now. Um, but yeah, it'd be great to see if some of you join us live. And uh, we thought we'd just have a little play after the Midland Fair of the weekend rather than uh, try and get a guest in all uh, last minute on that one there. Uh, so feel free to just come along and join. And if you want to, the link is in the comment section right now. Um, going back to the lipos uh, and Jim, obviously, being in... So uh, just back to Jim setting fire to things with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a slide. I'm coming near that slide. <laughs> um, Lithium-ion batteries. Obviously, mm -hmm. as a retailer, you've seen them. Uh, you've seen certain suppliers already doing. We saw at IWA a big rise, and at Shot Show, which you were there, Titan batteries, yep. Titan powered batteries. Um, which uh, hopefully a future guest is one of the main dealers on. What's your thoughts on this? Um, I don't know. Any battery that makes it better, I think, is a good thing. But the problem you've got now is the guns are getting smaller, so the batteries have got to get smaller. Um, and it's hard to get the technology into those batteries in the first place. But um, I've been playing around with sort of like you know, lifey batteries and things like that in a couple of guns over the last um, sort of six months to a year. And they're brilliant. They work just as well as lipos do. Um, anything's better than an in battery um, because they're dog shit. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I, I still think the biggest thing is just like immediately cut off the connectors and put a Dean's on there just because most batteries end up getting, you know, wrecked by the, the crappy Tamiya connectors that come on them. So, um, yeah. but just yeah. Out, so, just, so just out of interest, the lithium batteries, what is the difference? Are they any better than lipos? What's the main difference is? What so would, the, why would you choose that battery over, say, a lipo? And now the science bit. I would say, do you have details? If not, I'll, I'll go with what it is. And what I'll do is I'll load up Titan powered. Other batteries are available um, at the same time. Uh, powered. So it is all the benefits of a lipo, but it's just a more stable battery. Whereas there was always this hate of lipos because they would blow up and set fire to your site. Yeah. Um, yeah. As has been illustrated only earlier on, they're dangerous. You shouldn't use them. Um, but yeah, so they're just you know, not prone to exploding in your gun, or if you drop them, you don't have to worry quite so much. But but they're only dangerous if you smash them up, isn't it? That's what I heard. Yeah, if you mistreat them. So for yeah. example, if you were to wire them incorrectly, put them on backwards on guns, which although it's rather hard to do, people seem to manage to do it. <laughs> if you discharge them or let them go so low and then try and recharge them or just leave them at a low point, they just become more volatile. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, more, it's more about being responsible and looking after them, but it does seem to be a more common uh, theme of people not being able to look after them. Um, so yeah, lithium iron, there is more battery, although it does come at a slight issue, a slight increase in size. So they do have a bigger size, but they last longer. So three times the energy of a NIM. Uh, there is no memory, so it doesn't matter if you charge it at 100% or charge it at 2% oh, okay. or 0%, you're not going to have a worry about the battery. Yeah. They charge. Uh, they stay charged for longer. So if you leave it at 100% and come back to it six months later, I believe something like you'll lose like 6% or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, it's a lot higher, and you can charge them more often without them losing lifespan. Um, so they're saying here, for example, you can charge a pack over 300 times, and it will still have over its 80% capacity. So you'd never need to do like a storage charge? No, so exactly. You don't, I mean, you don't storage charge. You wouldn't storage charge this at all. You just charge them up and then when you're ready, you just go back and maybe top it up if it's been a year, you know. Um, oh. It's also more, st well, it's more about stability. They're also a lot more stable. Um, again, this is the type of stuff we've got on our mobile phones. This is the, the mobile phone battery technology that we use now for most phones. Um, also on remote controls and drones we kind of see a lot of this stuff um, they're not new batteries but these guys have been and titan specifically although val can do it and i'm sure there are other guys that are doing them uh, have definitely been pushing them more recently uh, and uh, the comments so far have been uh just from callum there lithium nine batteries have been used heavily in the power industry for years now uh, and they last fantastically like you said it's a lot more of a stable platform 
Um, whereas Mark would come out with the response of maybe everyone should run a Titman so you don't have to run oh. a battery. <laughs> <laughs> Just sell a bit of dignity while you do it. <laughs> uh, hey, my Titman needs a battery. <laughs> but yes. Uh, Titman needs a bin. I don't know about anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's harsh. Uh, a few people were, uh, were commenting saying they wish they had the uh, an airsoft fair in the states. I'm sure there's got to be stuff, but according to someone, they don't have like boot fairs over there. It's not such a, a common thing. But I suppose you have more like what it was a like yard sales or garage sales, wouldn't you? Whereas we don't typically get that over here. Well, no, um, not with those sort of things. <laughs> One thing I did notice about the fair was the amount of people just strolling out with, you know, a gun in their hands. There's no, no, nothing uh, to cover it up, nothing. I, there was, I was sitting in the car having my lunch. I was like three or four. I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> I was just a bit, like, surprised, really. Yeah, I mean, considering there is such a big boot fair just, you know, 100 metres the other side or 200 metres the other side from it. Um, Yeah, that that one surprised me. Obviously, it is on private land away from there. I do know the event organiser, the the venue organiser actually did come in a few times to check everything was okay. And I'm sure that it was one of those things for uh, they were checking what an airsoft fair was like and what type of clients they were bringing into the room, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, obviously I didn't get to see a lot of that stuff. What was crazy is at the end of the day, so I said, oh, did you see this, see this, see this? And I was like, I'll be honest, I spent the first two hours um, stressing that half the technology wasn't working. And then I spent the next four hours making sure we had, pe- had people to talk to and things to talk about. Um, so I didn't actually get to see really a lot of the fair. Um, I got to have a quick look around at some of the stores there and obviously chat to the suppliers and the vendors and manufacturers or whatever were there. Um, there was a lot going on. Uh, the the target sense. Did you get to try it out? I didn't actually. Ah. Every time I went, it was and the range as well. The I think it was GBLS. I think yeah, the GBLS were there. I, I I stood there for ages, and it was just the queue was every time I went, <laughs> it was just busy, busy. But that's good. That's good. It was fun to watch though. Those targets look interesting. Did you get a chance to talk to them? So we brought them on. Uh, so I'd seen a video by Gerardo Airsoft. I'll see if I can get that up now. Um, I'll see if a Taxon's video I've got up. Because um, we'd spoken, Jim, we'd spoken about this in the past mm-hmm. about targets. Um, I don't know if you've seen these, the targets for practical pistol training that we've shown before. And let's just see if I can pick up the live stream. And so these are very much, again, targets that you can use to improve your shooting ability, your accuracy, your reaction speed. Um, and essentially they're on a metal plate it's almost like a corrugated plastic so you can shoot at it um, put it onto a post or put it onto a tree hugger like mount and when you hit it they light up so it's got red and green so when it's green you hit it when it uh, when it's red you hit it when it's green it's a hostage you wouldn't shoot it or because you buy them in packs of five you can have them go in routines and you can have them kind of pop up in and out or you can even do it like a dueling tree. So I may be the green player, you'll be the red player, and I've got to turn all of them green, you've got to turn all of them red by shooting them, and you're kind of competing between each other. Um, and it's all done by a mobile app, although they work without an app as well. I'll just see if I can bring this up. But I do think out of all the ones, here we go, uh, out of all the ones I've seen out there, uh, this one, cost-wise, I mean, they're still higher up in price, but this one seems more one of the feasible ones that I could see being viable. Um, it's not just for airsoft. You can use it for nerf and stuff like that. If you do have that target there and you've damaged it too much to the point that it needs to be replaced, it's going to cost you like four quid to replace a target front end. Oh, wow. Because that was always my concern. If you're going to shoot a BB gun yeah. at it over and over again for thousands of rounds. Um, and the GBLS guys actually were using those targets when they turned up on their range which is really quite cool. Uh, but it all meshes, all the targets mesh together as a Wi-Fi point. Um, so I thought it was really cool, but I was chatting to him on the live show, and he says you can have up to 32 targets all set up in a room. So you can imagine CQB sites or whatever could essentially, it's a rather big investment on that front, but it is a, a possibility to do some team training. Or a team could buy one pack between you, which is, is 400 quid for five targets. 
uh, and like all all inclusive of everything you need on there. But if you took one home each, you could all use that as your training at home, and it would work. But then you could come together to play the games or to use it on you know range training or CQB clearance or whatever. Um, but I do think this video should work. Um, I'm not sure how much you'll be able to see on there. There we go. Um, I do think it's more one of the viable options out there. No. And obviously, we've spoken about this before. What's your thoughts? Um, so, it, it looks fun. Um, do you know what the price of it is? So, roughly? 400 quid for five targets. And then yeah. you can add targets after that at a reduced rate. Um, and you can buy them in individuals after that. But the first pack, which includes the mounts and I believe includes the tripods and everything like that, is 400 quid for five. Okay. So, I'm just distracted on the video of like why the guy's got a scope protector and no scope. But that's just... Because I'm, <laughs> I'm an arsehole. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, sorry. Okay, um, there we go. This one is uh, Dryer Airsoft, and I highly recommend if you haven't already uh, seen this video, um, definitely go check out Dryer Airsoft. Who was there yesterday as well? Oh, I didn't get to see him. Um, so you can see the targets are there. So go on, carry on, Jim. Sorry. So, I mean, my only thing with it is that any kind of target like that is great and, and works well as, as part of training. Um, but obviously it doesn't shoot back, so it's not really that much training for Airsoft because Airsoft's a two-way game. So yeah. um, although I think they're really, really good, and I would probably invest in a set myself just because if if you've got the space to put one up and you want to practice sort of your reaction time stuff, it looks fantastic. Um, but, you know, it's... Uh, I don't know. It's, it, it, I'd want a slightly bigger target... Oh, it's going to sound really weird. The plate carrier size. I don't know. It's it's hard to see from there, but yeah, about the size mm. of a plate of a of a sappy, or maybe even a bit bigger than a sappy plate. Um, what was really cool is, for example, you could use one as a range test. So you could put it sixty meters away from you, and and it will flash when you hit it. And you can mm. imagine using those on a range to go right. Okay, can I hit from 60, 70, 80 uh, meters for snipers or whatever? Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it doesn't replace the human element that someone is going to shoot back at you. Mm. Um, and and I think the same is true of all of these targeting systems, you know, whether it's yeah. like the, the G&G knockdown thing or any of those other ones, is that I, I'd hate to see it build a false sense of um, ability in because just because you're good at that doesn't mean that you're good at, at playing the game. Like, it's, it's, it's one of those things, it's one part of it. You know, you shouldn't use it as the only thing to train with. Um, but that's the same with any any training device. It's, uh, if if sites if sites were to buy it, they should almost make it like a separate game, because obviously yeah. it's got all this technology behind it that it can keep track of what people are doing and how well they are hitting the targets. Rather if than they're just, even hitting them at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could make it like a separate game. Um, I don't know how much fun that would be on a airsoft site, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no. let's show there, 50 metres to 70 metres hitting the target off, uh, and it's flashing when it's got a hit. And it could be used as a really cool aid. And I, you know, I don't think the price is crazy compared to some of the other systems out there. I mean, you're getting a lot of value for, for what you're buying there. Uh, we will turn that one off now. Guys, I highly recommend if you're interested in looking at stuff, to go, go check out Jarder uh, Airsoft for sure. Um, and just to confirm that, so it's uh, £395 for five target system and individual targets after that are £84. Um, but yes. Um, but you're, I mean, yeah, you're right. But I suppose it's the same thing in real life when they do squad training is you're going to do it versus targets as a practice and then you're always still going to need that human element on there. Yeah, and like I say, I mean, if you, if you want to practice like your reactions and stuff like that, but it's, you know... It, it's not the turkey shoot that that you think you're then going to go and play at a game. So it's yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so you're saying we should have targets that ping back at you? Basically. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, because because you've got to move all the time, and it's like I, I think the worst part about static range stuff is it promotes camping, and you just you end up sort of getting really kind of lead footed. Um, I mean. I, obviously, these guys have, have created something that's, that's really good, and I'm not knocking what they're doing. But like to me, the next step to that would be to have it run out on wires, so you've got a target that's moving, which is a bit more realistic because 
you know, you get people that are running, and that doesn't really that doesn't help you train for that side of you playing airsoft. And te- technically, there's nothing to stop you from mounting that onto a wire, which was ro- rolling left and right. I mean, it's just a tripod. Or, right? but it, yeah. or I was thinking you could stick it on a remote control car, and that would be really fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's just me. Um, so if anyone buys one, um, I'll provide the remote control car, and we'll go and shoot the shit out of it. Um, that'd be awesome. um, Silo, Silo did a video where he set up a um, grenade onto a remote control car yes. and was literally put. Have you seen it, Graham? Yeah, so he set up um, it's the bouncing Betty grenade onto a remote control car, didn't he? So you yeah. drive it around and activate it, the top comes off, and the BBs go out. Uh, I think it was pissing off a lot of players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, there is that element there. I saw, um, I don't know if you saw on social media, there was a, a video, uh, sorry, a photo of a 40 mil grenade drone. So a drone that could f- drop a 40 mil grenade shell. And someone was like, oh, wow. can we do that for airsoft? And someone was like, if that comes out on the field, I'm shooting your drone down. Either. <laughs> Uh, and I can imagine the same thing of a lot of people being really pissed off as if you, if you just get like five drones going around just dropping shells down on people. <laughs> well, just bring your toilet roll. I've seen I've seen drones get brought down by toilet rolls. So, yeah. Or someone was like, <laughs> and I'm going to 3D print a jammer. So if you're in my area, you can't use it. I was like, fuck me. We're watching laugh all over here. <laughs> <laughs> So the point of the game is to get two opposing teams with BB guns to shoot each other. <laughs> can't help that we feel like we might have lost, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Jim's like, don't mess it up. Yeah. Don't we'll dilute playing, it. We've we'll been playing paintball before long, you know? Oh, oh no. Paintball, yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect point out here. Attach it to people's front and back who don't take their hits. <laughs> yeah, what's the effective range on the wireless on it? <laughs> I haven't got the page up here. I'm going to have a quick look. Uh, frequently asked question. There's got to be something about the range here. Since it sets up a Wi Fi point, uh, uh, <laughs> range, there we go. Um, we have targets about 250 feet, which is 80 meters from the commander app. So basically, it's based on where that app is, uh, where your phone is, which is the main app controlling it all. Right. So while the targets work individually, use the app on your phone for all the 32 points to, to communicate to each other. So that's cool. So you just got to stay within like 50 meters of the guy and just chase. So girl. if you get the sniper to them, wear yeah. that and wear the app at the same and put the app on their phone at the same time, we won't have any <laughs> issues, right? <laughs> hey, you Are said you? sniper. I didn't. I, was <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe nothing in Pete's comment says anything about snipers, Graham. <laughs> If that's your guilty sniper conscience coming through. And then you um, attach the inside battery to a taser just so that they get the real effects of once they are hit. You know, the flashing light in the front isn't always enough. So you just get a taser mounted to the front. Just attach it to a lipo battery and watch it go up. <laughs> what, too soon? <laughs> um, just, and uh, then take... do a cheat video on it. Um, sorry. <laughs> Tag is in the comments, and we do have a special guest hey. coming up in a minute now. Tag, great to see you there from Kylix Customs, previous guest to the show. And he's saying all the free gun IPSC guys use metal targets that knock down paper tar- or that knock down or paper targets. But man, there's a lot of downtime between the courses of fire. I can imagine, yeah, that's uh, there's an element there. But you also you don't get the statistics of accuracy and time it takes from the beep to the first shot. Um, whereas this will tell you, you know, from the centre where the shot was. I believe they've run. Uh, they can tell you accuracy all around the target. I believe. Don't hold me to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's slightly more expensive than paper, though, isn't it? <laughs> but still cheaper than having friends. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So have we got someone that we're bringing in, Graham? We do have. I just want them to sort their camera out. Uh, and then we shall bring them in. It's actually someone who you said earlier on about bringing them I on. Did. There we go. Yeah. Oh, did, do you know who it is? Yeah, I can see it in the comments. Um, oh, I didn't see the comments. Yeah. Come on. There we go. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> first guest 
to the show here and guys feel free to join us live this on this episode we're actually dropping the link in the description now so you can actually join us live uh and feel free to join in the conversation or ask your own questions is carlo from the Floperator podcast if it still exists anymore then oh. I, I think i might have sold <laughs> the domain name for 50p so, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I mean, I might have a contract lying around for the company that bought it off me. I mean, am I allowed to say that? <laughs> it's too late, I already have. So, what are you going to do? Have you got an NDA at all? That's that's always kind of bothered me about online stuff and people say, oh, yeah, you need to, um, you, you can't really talk about this stuff. I'm like, why not? Why, why am I being censored? <laughs> <laughs> Across most of the Western world and the first world, and first world development, we have something called freedom of speech. And at any time of that sense that that kind of impeaches on your human rights, I'm like, what, what is this? <laughs> so Carlo, you had just closed down your podcast. Yeah, I have. Um, sorry, that's sitting on my How, how many episodes is that? 200? <laughs> I see I'm out of hours. I think yeah. <laughs> the whole thing back to back. <laughs> Most TV shows don't last that long. Um, I think in Game of Thrones ended count, up in a worse result, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, why why do the whole thing in 10 episodes if, uh, you know, HBO are going to give you the money and time to do so and all the resources and you just go, you know what, actually, six and we're out. Done. <laughs> and just waste your time. No, I think it's uh, 70, 71, 72, I think, wow. at total. And, um, you know, it was, it was a creative process. We a lot of the people that I work with, thanks, Take. Thank you, Take. <laughs> it was a creative process, and um, I kind of got a lot of things going, and a lot of the people that we got to interact with and meet and really bring onto the show bought some of their own creative stuff as well. It was, it was a free-for-all, and that was the best thing of it. So kind of sad to see it go. I did find what you said in your last episode was everyone you've ever had on is a wanker. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Carlo. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> what are you do, huh? Hashtag ban Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't care. You don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. What am I supposed to do at the end of the day? I'm going grey, you know. It's not exactly something I was welcoming at the age of 31, but who knows? The the the, the impact that the the show has had on my life is one that I'd never forget because it's introduced me to a lot of people. You know, for yeah. being a hermit, it's quite nice. You get to learn to live with a lot of abuse, right? <laughs> no, it's, it's just banter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we can all call it that, right? If if we're not on the receiving end. <laughs> so, so obviously, you've wound it up now. I actually found the show from Jim. Jim was the first person who uh, actually told me about the Flopper podcast. Oh, and then you, he's, he's, was it two years ago? Maybe two and a two half and years half. ago? Two and a half. Yeah. It was November 2015, 2016. No, November 2016 was when the first wow. episode was launched. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> she is there. Something's clearly happening. Uh, what, so what's next for you? Um, I'm, I'm taking time for me. I've, throughout my personal life and, and through Airsoft, I've been doing things for other people and never really done anything for myself. So yeah. I'm taking some time for me. I, I'm sabbatical, traveling, uh, working with animals, still developing my career in uh, engineering. So it's really, look, I'll show you actually, look, you see all these books and stuff here? I'll read all of these. Damn. Crap there. <laughs> what else we got here? Oh, this is a fun one. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't go inside the mine. <laughs> don't say, don't yeah, go inside the mine. That's a, that's a fucking dark place. Yeah, that is um, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, for you, it'll be fun for me. <laughs> what else we got here? Here we go. Eighth edition. You know, I mean, there's stuff like this. And it's just For anyone who's listening to the audio, there's a psychology book there. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, there's, there's psychology like, what's he showing? <laughs> yeah, no, I was thinking of doing all these visual jokes for, for anybody that listens to this afterwards. Suck <laughs> shit. No. <laughs> 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 Should have been here. Now, uh, and 
you know, I've uh, taken time to reflect upon my life and kind of see this place around me as new digs and um, kind of get this place up and running because if you can't see about there, there's a speaker and there's six of those I've got to sort out. Random things are falling apart around here. So <laughs> it's, you know, do, do I dump all my money in my education and then get that started off in full time or do I do that part time and work and uh, set this up and, and, you know, help other people produce their podcast instead? It's, it's a free for all. So I just wanted to take this summer to, to really work out what to do with the rest of my life. And you still be playing Airsoft? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, yeah, <laughs> if, I, if I'm not banned from anywhere after I called everyone a wank, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, There's only words. Words are wind. They can't hurt you. Punch in the throat, however, that's a different matter. <laughs> so, so while you're here, I just had some questions coming in. Uh, so I figure, why not? Why you're on the show? Um, this is a simple one, but one but it gets asked quite a lot. What is your best moment in Airsoft? And I think we'll start with Sarah. Um, moment? It was probably a weekend, actually. It was the weekend that I did the AI 500 at Cleethorpes in a abandoned, um, basically the Cleethorpes abandoned Pleasure Island. Yes. So it was, I mean, it literally just closed, I think, a few months beforehand, and it literally already looked like, a zombie apocalypse had happened. <laughs> um, so that, that was fantastic. That was an absolutely fantastic weekend. And the best thing about it was sleeping in Tinkerboo Town. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, we had people sleeping on slides, people sleeping in little tiny houses. Um, yeah, it was funny. It was a good weekend. And I got stuck in the mud on the beach, so I ruined my shoes on the first day. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, really. so, yeah. None of that sounded like an airsoft event. That all sounded like we <laughs> went on the down at the seafront. Well, in the evening, in the evening, they'd unplugged all the amusement um, arcade. So we were plugged them all back in and we were playing them. We actually got sweets <laughs> out of one of them. And I had all these sweets in my hand and they were like, where'd you get them? Over there. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I had all these lollipops and that. That's the cool thing about AI 500. I mean, not every event, but more recently, they've been getting some really cool and rare venues. You know, mm. the... And I did Humber Airsoft, which again, it's not necessarily a rare one, but they've done some cracking events there. Um, and then obviously the the Pleasurewood uh, theme park, which is a really cool one. Jim, best moment in Airsoft? Hasn't happened yet. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> you stole my answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Best moment so far? Um just that smug moment when some HPA user comes up to you and goes, this is the best gun ever. You need to buy one of those. And it fucking fails spectacularly. And you just go, oh, yeah. ah, have it. Those ones <laughs> never let me down. It's just like, go fuck yourself, Brick. Um, <laughs> I don't mind if you've got a HPA gun, just don't come and tell me how good it is. Because I don't. <laughs> What's yours, Graham? <sighs> I think, that I gun behind him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly related. Uh, best one, I would say, more, more, one of the more fun events I've been to was Legion's first event where we were the op for, it was a, a day battle sim. We were the op for and essentially a local population civilian force. And uh, we had to hold a riot in the middle of a street while NATO forces were pushing up the street. Um, yeah, it was one of those ones. Matt the Musketeer was there, and there's a brilliant photo of us kind of squaring up against him with us with bricks in our hands, uh, which were foam bricks that would basically be thrown throughout the the riot. But uh, that day as a whole was just a real fun day, and there's a lot of memories there from a lot of pyro going off to hiding under floorboards uh, to locking rooms and just coming in like tunnel rats, um, which somewhat relates to this gun because I'm back at a Legion event. Uh, this weekend at Longmore, first time ever going to Longmore. Oh. Uh, so, first time going to Longmore. And first of all, I've messaged Mike and was like, So, Mike, I've got a new gun that I've got to review. Um, it's blue. And for anyone who's not done Battle Sims or Mill Sims, uh, there's a level of expectation of, you know, you're going there with a bit more of a serious attitude, a bit more of a, you know, 
Carl, why, are you, what, <laughs> why are you taking? I'm notes? making notes. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go with a bit of realism. Let's just say that I don't want to go like elitist or operator or anything like that. But someone with a little bit more uh, of a, a military or reenactment that doesn't typically uh, go it's well with. Yeah, you're not gonna miss it, are you? Yeah. <laughs> it is a very nice piece from King Arms. So um, I really like it. Oh, yeah, I love that when he gets dropped. I'm not keen on the color. I'll be honest. Right. Um, That's your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some brilliant uh, markings on there, and I love the the let it rain on there. But yeah, oh, um, so yeah, I'll be really taking like that it. at the weekend. Hopefully, I'm, I'm still waiting for clarification. Um, but really yeah, strange. Color, um, your favorite. My favorite oh. moment. Oh, pro- probably the time that I pack up my gear and go home. those are the that that, that me personally i don't like being around a lot of people all the time it kind of gets my anxiety up i'm like the big version of a cat (laughs) if you kind of poke me and prod me too much i'm i'm liable to kind of numb you um so yeah i I get to unwind on my way home because after a full day of interacting with people going i know you i'm like no you know of me but you don't know me you know, I sound like one that I sound like a Tumblr post. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking of a couple of times I went with you, um, and we had good. Graham, let's not tell these stories. Yeah. <laughs> one of us is going to get knocked. Out. The interrogation of Isaac, which um, I'm blaming you. Because <laughs> well, I was there. Yeah, you were there, and you clearly yeah. instigated that. Um, that was we had someone at a meal sim. Um, and again, he was more than happy to be involved, but he was essentially chained up to uh, a post and we were interrogating him. And um, Carlo played the idea of pretending to strike a flashbang next to his head while we were asking him questions. That wasn't me, bro. But yeah, sure. Either way. <laughs> we were all masked. Yeah, that was me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other one, and you were definitely there because you thought of this one, was when you were interrogating a sniper that we got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the cruelest form of airsoft interrogation you've ever seen in life. Of you, You've not only caught a sniper and made his ghillie suit completely uh, useless, but Carlo then took his magazines and was asking questions while flicking each .45 out to waste the .45 and was like, the longer before you answer the question, the more ammunition you're losing. The uh, more times he lied, <laughs> the more ammo he loses. I mean, we've just got to dump the mag anyway, but I wanted to watch it. You know, just to... But yeah, Look, it it's cut... all in this book, okay? It tells you exactly how to do it. And it's it's eleven ninety nine. But just to watch a sniper looking at his 0.45 mags, uh, 0.45 BBs were going out on a no, well, on a Milton where you've typically got limited ammunition. Was uh, it wasn't that? It was um, well that happened after he tried to run and he grabbed Mark and then took Mark's radio, just <laughs> started screaming help help down there to the rest of to the rest of the blue four, and I'm like, huh, <laughs> all right, if that's gonna if that's what you want. I mean, if you want to get lit up, that's fine. Um, but uh, I don't like doing it in close quarters because it really hurts. <laughs> it really is. It's a, quite a cruel thing to do to, to shoot someone point blank. So I was just like, we've got to tie you up. So, yeah. I love this thing like down the bottom here. It says you're in the show. Everyone can see and hear you. It's quite a daunting thing, isn't it? <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, but it says it says you're in the show, and there's an exclamation point afterwards. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's it's a I can't, I can't <laughs> see the comments from Facebook, so I'm just like, oh, that's it. <laughs> Jim, so, you've, you've done I'm some gonna, of these events. You must have seen stuff well, like this happen. I was going to say, and it's funny that you post up Tag's comment that one time in the safe zone, Carlo in every game. Um, there is a my favourite Carlo story was he'd come down to an event that I was running and he was running the, um, like one of the, one of the sides, like a, a drug oh, cartel. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and he'd somehow, and I'd never met Tag before that day. And Carlo had messaged me and about like at least 50% of the players that were there to all go up to, to Tag in the safe zone and just randomly give him a hug. And it, <laughs> there, there, oh. there, was a, there was a moment where I stood back 
watching Taig looking really confused and Carlo with a shit-eating grin on his face. <laughs> and I couldn't help but think he's just like a mad scientist genius. And, and you know, Honestly, yeah, that's the day we fell in love, Carlo. Um, on, on, on the internet, you can go one of two ways. You're really kind. And it's, it's one of those paths that you have to choose. I was like, let's go down that one. Let's see what works there. Yeah, but you turn something really kind into something very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's you, bro. If you're thinking it, that's on you. I just thought it would be something nice. You knew what you were doing. That, that's a yeah. pretty... Yeah, story. it's in this book. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to put a picture of your face on the front of it, and you, you're almost like a Dr. <laughs> Phil. You know? Hang on, hang on. <laughs> in my book. <laughs> actually in this book. <laughs> you should write an social psychology eighth edition. Sorry, what's that? Right, what? You should social write an psychology, air psychology air book. <laughs> oh, no, no, because no, it's mainly full of these people are idiots, <laughs> and they're most of them are sheep, and the ones that aren't sheep are really good friends of yours <laughs> because they don't get involved in any of the other politics going on online because they have other things to do with their lives, like. I don't know, gardening or <laughs> painting or just playing airsoft. It's really refreshing. <laughs> yeah, you can smell the salt coming out the comments now, can't you? <laughs> How dare he say this about us? We must protect our virginity. Yeah, come on then. And this was the same week that Floperator and Airsoft Radio came to a close. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Carla, I, I wanted to say this here now. Um, obviously, you know, you know, we'd had that chat before. We even did the, the Airsoft Nation live. That you were a big idea, big inspiration between what we were doing, and I thoroughly enjoyed the many hours on the podcast on my commute to and from the show. So, thank you very much for that, and uh, I hope to obviously see you at some sites. Um, we're coming over to Essex for some games soon. So, uh, oh, why? There's nothing up here. <laughs> got red one, red one. So maybe we it's barely Essex, isn't it? <laughs> uh, should we go Dragon's Lair? <laughs> um, <I'll pass>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I'll take the uh, Insta ban from that comment. So. Right. <laughs> nothing ventured, nothing gained. Right? What are they gonna do? Slag me off. Yeah, I would say uh, I won't say you're the most welcome there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not harsh words. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yes, thank you so much for uh, many hours of entertainment. <laughs> I, I do, it, I do it for everybody, not for myself. It, it was cathartic. <laughs> thank you, thank you for the kind words. I will treasure them always. Actually, let me write those down. <laughs> Graham a was the at the end me. of the week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like I put them on the big jar. Like it's when I'm feeling down, I open it up. I'm like, Graham was nice to me. What's the date and time? So I've got it. I can't show you what else is on the paper. But... <laughs> we are obviously rounding up to the end of the show. Jim, what are you up to this week? Before I do show off something that uh, you've not seen it. Um, if it's your penis, we've all seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhat relates to, to something else. Um, it is so, your penis, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, There's no way around this. Right. No, it's, it's a up, smiley face. Turn it upside down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that bald man winking? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies on the show. Oh, <laughs> hey kids, oh. if you want to look up some good words on the internet, space talking, Arabian. Right, <laughs> uh... <laughs> well, while we're uh, we still have a few minutes to go. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Tim, what are you up to this week? <laughs> uh, looking at stuff on the internet. Um, no, um, uh, I'm I'm actually getting uh, a weekend off to go and play. So I'm oh, going, wow. to, yes. um, going up to Catterick to go and do a Sterling game. So that should be fun. My oh. first one in about uh, fucking know, ages, six years or so. <laughs> yeah. Since, yeah. So and where is, where is that based? 
That's Catterick. So North, North Yorkshire. Long uh, on the drive. Well, thankfully, I'm not doing the driving, so I just get to fall asleep in the back. And, <laughs> It'd um, have been better if you told me you were doing the driving, so I'd have gone, hang on a minute, you've got no licence. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm going to let responsible adult do all that bit. <laughs> Turn up and shoot my toy gun. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's got to be a five-hour trip up there and another five hours back when we're all hanging out of our asses, <laughs> looking for the nearest KFC. Um <laughs> So, yeah, that's going to be my weekend. It's great fun. Very cool. Are you playing this weekend, Sarah? I'm not. No, I'm not playing this weekend, but I'm playing the weekend after at Fort Ballstall. So oh, Fort. Yeah, and I was going to get that a try. No. Oh, very no, cool. Never played there. And I've actually been sorted out with the hop-up and the barrel now. Ah, great. So in, you the, know uh, in the modify XTC, but he can't find the one that actually went in that gun, so I've got a longer one. So he's given me a suppressor. So. Oh, so you got his internal suppressor yeah. on him. Yeah. <laughs> he's just trying to give you the longest gun for a CQB site you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> There's well, Sarah, to... she's coming around the corner. <laughs> Put a little flag on the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Yesterday at the Midland Airsoft Fair, we obviously did the, the prize draw. So I gave away the Peacemaker, the modified PDW, not the one you're reviewing, but the, the same model, um, the Sprinter Custom Gear Lee, and a Glock 26. And um, I did say to people, look, if you're there, you can come get a prize. If not, um, we'll post it after. And literally, uh, I we left for the day, and I got a message from the guy going, I won the modifier. And I was like, fantastic. We're sending it. He went, no, I was at the show but left half an hour before he did the prize draw. He's like, mm. I thought I'd never win anything. He'd stood to the to the event raffle, went home, and was like, I never thought I'd win anything. And, yeah, sure enough, he won that, uh, which was great. So, uh, so yeah, you have to let us know what you think of the modifier when you use it. I will do. People do keep asking me as well. They keep asking me, when are you going to get it sorted? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Um, before I go, and obviously this weekend, as I was saying, I am going to Legion. I wanted to have a quick show off of what is happening on Airsoft Nation this week. Um, we'll be launching the new Airsoft Nation map, and this is what I was saying, Jim. It somewhat relates to you because uh, I was using uh, your shop as a, an example. I recognise that front door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so I just want to show off the new Airsoft Nation map. We'll be launching this week. Anybody can add a retail or site to the listing and a site's owner or retailer can actually take hold of their own listing so they can update photos and add more information. So I thought I'd just show this off. You can add photos, as we can see. Um, we've got on the on the top here, so you've got gallery of different photos. We've got the map and street view as well, which is uh, one of the things that a lot of people had asked me for. I said, look, um, it's great to see a map of it, but we actually can't find the location. Obviously, most airsoft sites aren't necessarily on the high street to uh, to find them. And then further down, we've got the description. We've got more photos, videos, and, of course, your reviews. So if you are watching and you want to leave a review for your retailer, it would be a great thing to do um, because this stuff is all recognized in Google. So it will definitely help your local retailers as well. So this will be launching later on this week, and I'm very excited for that because it seems to be that point again that a lot of people are saying to me there's no real maps for Airsoft not consistently updated. So hopefully this one will be a new one, but it also means that site owners and retailers can actually manage their own map. So yes, all exciting. And um, if you're wondering what Airsoft Nation is, shame on you and go and sign up to it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, go sign up to Airsoft Nation. Bam. Look at that. Professional there. You can create an account. You can join Airsoft groups. You can sell on the marketplace and uh, read the latest news. Uh, and we've got a load of stuff all coming out now. So, guys, that is it for this week. Next week, we will be back on a normal schedule. We will have a guest. Um, I've actually got two guests in mind who potentially can be coming this week. If you know someone or you'd like to come on the show as a guest yourself, get in touch. You can private the message page, uh, whether it's Airsoft Nation or Airsoft Radio or Airsoft Radio on Instagram. Uh, and definitely get in touch um, because we're looking for all types of guests whether you're players whether you're a youtuber whether you are a site or retailer I think it'd be good to get more sites and uh retailers on the show and can i just say um to anyone <coughs> into this 
that they've downloaded as a podcast or um, from iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. Um, thank you very much because it's nice to see that people are. I've had messages I don't know about the rest of you guys that people saying they use it on their their way to work and, and what have you. And it's um, it's really nice to know that you guys are are out there listening and enjoying it. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good. Brilliant shout out there. Jim, where can people find you and how can you get in touch? Um, any police station up and down the country, <laughs> I'm in cell four. Uh, no, at Platoon Jim on Instagram and anywhere else, just leave me alone. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sarah, how about yourself? How can people get in touch? Uh, as always on Instagram, I'm never off of it. Uh, at call sign underscore Tat Quinn. I'm on Twitter at the same name. And I've just set up my Facebook as well, so at the same name as well. But it's just getting to grips with Facebook <laughs> and what they want on their pages. Yeah, while well, we're welcome there for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll be banned soon. Guys, you can get in touch with me at airsofnation.uk or, of course, Nation on Facebook or straight on to uh, Nation app. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next Monday on Airsoft Radio. Bye for now. Bye. So impressed with the sign he wants to come back.